Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's shaking bacon? Not much. Just over here checking the Insta. Insta? Oh, yeah? Anything going on on the Insta? I mean, we're getting some love. Coach Jeffrey up what? in Chicago. What? Next Door Chicago. That's his Insta handle? No, well, Next Door Chicago is the, the company he works for. But they uh, pulled a few of their uh, financial coaches there at Next Door Chicago to uh, see which podcast they love and they're listening to. And uh, Coach Jeffrey gave us a little shout out. So thanks, Coach Jeffrey. Coach, we appreciate it. Yeah. Give a shout out. Thank you, Coach Jeffrey. Appreciate the love on the Insta. DIY.money, if you're not following us on the Insta. DIY dot. How come you get all the love on Insta, Daniel? I get no love on Insta. I mean, I'm not really even on it. Well, it's it, DIY but... money, so we're both getting love. No, you get the love. They love you. He's Mr. Dreamy. You don't even have Insta on your phone, I don't think. I don't have Insta on my Hence, phone. Hence, you get the Facebook love. I got the Facebook love. I logged into Facebook the other day for something. I don't know. And I had, well, obviously I had like 500 notifications. Um, 420 of them are mine. Where yes. are you? <laughs> Why and I missed a bunch of stuff photos? that was like critically important, I guess, nice. to life, like events, invites, and uh, people mentioning me in comments that I guess was really important because uh, they needed a response and stuff. So I had to go through and apologize to a bunch of people. I was wow. Like, uh, social apology. Sorry. I, it's been six weeks or so since I've logged on. I didn't realize that you had commented. All right. So anyways, uh, we have Insta, DIY.money. We have our Facebook tribe i love it i'm having a blast in there uh we're gonna do a, another video here soon we're gonna bring daniel into the fray i'm gonna be on facebook uh yeah you are cool. you're gonna be on the viz i'm gonna put you on insta you're gonna be on the viz book uh we've been doing some videos answering some questions i had somebody say hey do i get 25 bones for sending in my question on the email and you answered them on the video and the answer is no you don't sorry uh, but we do get a lot of great questions. Uh, so if you genuinely want a question answered uh, and you don't want to do the audio, send us an email and we'll use that as a video question. And we're happy to answer those and we're happy to talk more about that. Uh, and we're going to develop more content there. That's the DIY tribe. And oh, by the way, special announcement, Daniel, special announcement. I could wait no longer. I just could wait no longer. And that is the DIY Money book is out, and the price is dropped. Uh, that's right. For a limited time only, the DIY Money book, just search DIY Money. Used to had to, you had to put my last name in there, yada, yada, but uh, no, no longer. It's moving up the ranks. Uh, $4.95 on the Kindle. $4.95 on the Kindle. A lot of people buying the paperback. Uh, paperback $9.95. Not a big read. Uh, I, less than 100 pages, I think. Accompanied by some videos on our website, DIYMoney.org. Uh, DIYMoney.org. We're going to put more videos up. Uh, but I strongly, if you have any interest in, in sort of getting the nuts and bolts of what we talk about, a lot of the questions we get just kind of rehash a lot of the steps. But I strongly encourage you to pick that book up. Uh, DIY money again, four ninety five on the Kindle, and and I think there's, I mean, yeah, if you want to touch it and feel it and hold it and whatever, that's fine, nine ninety five. But 
I think the Kindle version uh, worked hard to make sure the layout was uh, was appropriate, and I think that's I think that's uh, worthy. Uh, Zero dollars on Kin- Kindle Unlimited, by the way. Ooh, I don't know what that How is. How does that work? I have no idea. Uh, no clue. Literally. They download it. No then... idea. But I'm also going to do the audio. I am excited about doing the audio version. Been asked about that, so that'll go on uh, whatever the audio audible. Are you going to read it dramatically? Oh, I'm going to I'm going to read it and going to improv background. I'm going to do the whole nine yards. I'm going to tell stories. I, the audio version is going to kill. It's going to be awesome. I am really excited about the audio version. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, so we got to get to a question, and we have a doozy. It's actually a simple question, um, but the the answer I think can be you know very helpful for many many people. So. This one comes from across the pond, Sarah. Across a few ponds. A few ponds. Which ponds, Daniel? Well, you have the Atlantic Ocean. Mm. Then you have the Strait of Gibraltar. Mm. And then the Northern Seas. Mm. The Baltic. Okay. Yeah. I'm making them up now. <laughs> Sarah. Finish. Sarah. Fjords. Oh. Okay, here we go. Sarah, what do you got? D-I-Y. Hi, I'm Sara from Finland. I would love to know more about diversification. I will graduate soon from uni and I'm very interested in investing in stocks. How you can diversify your investments if you can use only five to $10,000 per year without paying over 1% trading fee? Many times the minimum fee is around $10. Should I wait and buy stocks when I can invest more or should I diversify my portfolio another way? Thank you so much for your help. Ah, oh, Daniel, I love that accent. Kiitos. Love it. Kiitos. Sarah. <laughs> what? I took a breath and then you stopped. Something witty or something? Uh, you got nothing. Nothing. All right, Sarah from Finland. Great question. Thanks so much for uh, for asking that, Daniel. What do you? Uh, what say you on her diversification from uni? Okay, I'm I'm gonna hedge or uh, disclaim or preface. Preface is probably the best word. Uh, I am not incredibly at all schooled in the uh, Finnish stock exchange uh, and investment opportunities and brokerages. So take all of that with a grain of salt, Sarah. But uh, it sounds like uh, Finland has not caught up with some of the very low cost, uh, low, basically zero commissions, actually zero commissions uh, and trading fees that we have here in the United States. Uh, I'm also not sure exactly what access you have to uh, diversified funds. Like uh, in the U.S., we have uh, mutual funds and ETFs, which hold hundreds, if not thousands of stocks, which help you to be diversified. And in fact, we have funds that hold both stocks and bonds, which automatically allow you to be diversified, have a low uh, upfront investment minimum. Uh, So in the U.S., you can put a dollar minimum in most of those funds and there's no fee to buy them, and their internal management fees, their annualized management fees, are 0.05 or 0.10% on an annualized basis. So diversifying over here, at least, is very, very, very simple. Now, if you are paying a fee and you're investing, say, every month or every paycheck or whatever the case may be for you uh, in smaller amounts, what I would probably do in that instance uh, and have done it uh, in the past when we were saving smaller amounts is put that into a non-investment account uh, for a couple months, uh, sometimes even for a a full quarter, that'd be three months. Uh, And then when you have enough, go ahead and, and invest that in the diversified fund uh, or investment vehicle of 
your choice, to bring that commission uh, or sales charge or uh, I'm not sure what they're referred to uh, in Finland, uh, but basically the cost of the transaction down to the lowest percentage possible or practical for the time period that, that is reasonable for you to basically uh, save up some cash and invest. I said, that was a that was a choppy, inarticulate answer, I feel like. But what you're trying to do is essentially just have the lowest cost possible uh, and invest in the broadest diversified portfolio you can. All right, I'm going to go at a different, a little bit different angle. Um, and again, I preface, I have no idea, zero, zero idea about the Finnish uh, market and what you're actually investing in. So the reason I answered this question or chose this question was from more of the standpoint of, um, you know, even in, in the U.S. and diversifying among index funds, et cetera, there's a significantly high correlation in all uh, stock or equity investments. Um, and it be, it's becoming increasingly difficult to become really, truly diversified. Now, I could make a case that buying the S&P 500 in the United States, the S&P 500, for those who don't know, are 11 market sectors, 11 sectors, things like telecommunications, consumer discretionary, consumer staples, uh, basic materials, energy, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. The reality is, though, because of the makeup of the S&P 500, it is what's called a market cap weighted index. That means that the market cap of an individual stock takes a greater weight or, for lack of another word, importance in the overall index. That also means that over time, the larger companies warrant more and more and more money. So think about it this way. If I gave you, let's say, um, four investment options, if you were to put a dollar into a bucket and I said, okay, that dollar is going to be um, invested 75 cents is going to go in one investment, 25 cents is going to go into another investment. Okay. And so you put that money in. Well, the more and more people that are putting that money in, what's happening to that 75% investment, that 75 cents? It's growing, it's growing, it's growing. The 25 cents is growing less, right? So over time, that weight becomes even greater. That's what's happened in the United States market where the S&P 500 is significantly overweight technology. And in that technology sector, there are only a few companies that are actually directing the overall market. So in our United States market, we, it's become increasingly difficult to truly become diversified, okay? If you buy the S&P 500, yes, you're owning all 11 sectors, but the reality is a majority of your money is going into Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, Microsoft. That's it. All right. Throw in a healthcare name here and there. But the reality is, is that's where it's going. And so your long term sort of success is dictated on the success of those companies. Now, they've done pretty well. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I mean, you could you could make a case and there's been a, there's been an argument that says, you know, uh, Warren Buffett says diversification is terrible. His actual phrase is, you know, put all your eggs in one basket and watch the basket. That's his that's his kind of philosophy. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that. Now, I think Warren Buffett, being one of the wealthiest, most successful investors of all time, has a certain point, obviously, but we are not Warren Buffett. You are not Warren Buffett. You do not have unlimited capital at your exposure. You do not have an infinite time horizon. You do not have billions of insurance proceeds that are at your exposure to invest. You can buy lower. You could, and he's often said, him and Charlie Munger, you could lose 90% of your wealth and still be in the top 1% of all wealth in the United States. That's not most people. So I don't necessarily subscribe to that. I think diversification is key. There's a few ways you can do further diversification. 
if you want to look into this. Now, obviously, diversification among an index is hard to do when it's market cap weighted. So there are what are called equal weighted index, where they get a complete equal weighting of the various sectors inside the indice. Now, we could do an entire show on this, and maybe we should, uh, but I will tell you that if you're looking at historical performance, they have significantly underperformed over the years. Why? Because again, the largest companies, the technology stocks, have done the best. So it's hard to get the same performance if you have it spread out over, let's say, energy as you do in technology. But if you really want diversification, that's one good way to go. The other is to look at different types of asset classes. And you still can use index funds doing this as well, such as real estate. You could buy a real estate investment trust index. Um, you could look at a basic material index, which owns uh, hard assets such as gold, silver, copper, etc. Those are ways in which you can become more diversified. Okay, but the general idea is, is that the markets, the equity markets are really going to ebb and flow like one big tide. They're going to rise and lower accordingly, and the correlation is really very, very close. So to become even further diversified, you may want to look at investing in outside real estate, something that maybe is tangible that you can put your hands on, and, and you can actually, it's not tied to an equity, equity portfolio. Uh, but diversification in this environment and any environment really is becoming more and more difficult. If nothing else, and this is, I'm going to conclude by saying this and getting it back to Sarah's specific question. Having just finished uni, which I thought was awesome. I love that. I'm going to use that from now on. Olet Maktava. Just finishing uni and starting with a small amount, I encourage you to simply just be dollar cost averaging into your index basket if you have it there. Hopefully you do. The longer you invest, then if it's $10 or what have you to buy that basket, then that becomes irrelevant over the long term. So again, hopefully you're doing this on a monthly or quarterly or annual basis and your time horizon is 15, 20, 25 plus years. And over time, if your economy continues to improve, then you will hopefully do well in that market. And that goes true for U.S. citizens as well. The diversification within the S&P 500 over time should play out very, very well. Anything else to add, Daniel? I think we covered it. All right, great question. And Sarah from Finland will get a $25 Amazon gift card from Will, our intern. I'm Will, the intern. Thanks so much for that question, Sarah, writing in from across a couple of ponds. All she did was send us a voice memo to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. If she's not yet already in, she should be a joint subscriber of the DIY tribe. That's free on Facebook, by the way. Or follow us on Insta, DIY.money. That's DIY.money. And Sarah, you should pick up a copy of the book, DIY Money, on Amazon. Hey, use your $4.95 of your $25 gift card to do that. I'm not. You don't have What to does do it that. cost in Finland? I don't book. know. Don't know. I guess I could look at the, the list from Amazon. They probably could tell me. Okay, that was a great question. Thanks again, Sarah. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get 
$25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.